1: Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show And
0: online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host Jason Grill. I appreciate you listening today to our show on 980 AM or if you're joining us on iTunes via podcast. I greatly appreciate it. You connect with us on our website at grillnationshow.com. I hope you're having a great week. Um, we have an exciting show today. If you are a, a entrepreneur or a business owner or someone who likes fashion, uh, this is going to be a great show for you. Uh, I want to first thank our partners and supporters of the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill before we get started today. Title sponsors of the show are BOK Financial, great company, and we're going to bring on uh, one of their people here in a second and two West companies and also contributors to the show include the KCADC, the Kansas Area Development Council. Thank you to Tim Cowden and Port KC and John Stevens. I appreciate their contributing to the show. Again, our title sponsor is BOK Financial. And with me today from BOK Financial is Mark Fitzpatrick, a uh, great guy here in Kansas City. If you've uh, worked at all with MoBank back in the day, or have uh, been to the Tiger Club of Kansas City. You've probably met Mark. Mark, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much. Great to be here, It's Jason. great
0: to have you. Um, first off, let's get a real quick update from you, and then we're going to introduce our guest and uh, talk about her and actually... We're uh we've already uh introduced her in the next segment, which we've already taped, but we thought she was so good and we usually tape this segment last. I wanted to have her on uh for the full show. So she'll be joining us here in a second. But first let's start with you, Mark. What's up at the bank? I know BOK Financial is the uh the signs are up now all we across had a, town. A
1: big change uh this last month in branding. We uh B OK bought uh Mo Bank at the end of two thousand sixteen. We kept the Mo Bank name for our local brand up to then, but now We've uh, converted to BOK Financial, and they've done that throughout a number of their markets to get more consistency with the brand, which is a good idea. Because we have people in other divisions, uh, private wealth here, uh, invest- institutional investment, and they were using the BOK brand. And we were using the MoBank brand on business banking and commercial banking, and it was a little bit confusing. So mm-hmm. I think the standardization of the brand will be a great thing going forward.
0: And uh you know our guest today. Because you've worked with her last seven years. We're going to have on Leanne Carlson, uh, from Lawrence Hope. She Lawrence is. com medical jewelry and fashionable, uh, bracelets.
1: She is one of the reasons that makes, it makes my job fun. Um, work with a true entrepreneur who, uh, came to us, was willing to stand behind her business to get some financing and, uh, is just great to work with. And it, it, a true entrepreneur. I'm in the business banking division, so I deal with a lot of owner operated companies. And I will say without a doubt, Leanne's been one of my favorite to work with.
0: Lawrence Hope is the uh, was the uh, innovator of the world's first interchangeable medical ID bracelet. Uh, it's now an industry standard, and uh, they've been growing in our region for the last uh, about 18 to 19 years. Their website is lawrencehope.com, and uh, we're going to get into this with uh, with Leanne. But they've been featured in pretty much every national publication. And, uh, they have celebrities that have endorsed them over the years, and. Uh, They've grown to be extremely successful business, uh, basically doing something fairly uh, simple to most people, but probably harder than it sounds, creating fashionable medical ID jewelry and uh, really selling it through e-commerce. We're going to bring on Leanne uh, Leanne, uh, to the show right now. Leanne, how are you? I'm good, Jason. We're going to get into more about, as I mentioned at the top, uh, the growth of your business, uh, some of your ups and downs, kind of how you did it. And, uh, what's next for the brand? But, um, I want to talk to you really kind of in depthly in this first segment, uh, about, uh, entrepreneurship and kind of what you've learned over your, your years. You've pretty much been an entrepreneur your whole life. Uh, and maybe some good advice that we can take from that, uh, for our listeners here at the top before we get into your product and it's, and everything it can do and, and, and styles and fashion. And, and you guys do things with men, women, boys and girls. You have an amazing website. Uh, you've already got your 2020 line out. Uh, at laurencehope.com. So tell us about that. Tell us about being an entrepreneur and kind of what you love about it and some of the things that you've maybe learned throughout your journey as an entrepreneur.
2: Well, that's a broad topic. Yeah. Um, you, when I started, let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. When I when I started this business, I had no experience running a real company with employees. I had no idea about payroll and the legal aspect and everything. So. um we we got press pretty early, and we knew that we were going to need to hire some employees, and so that required us to <clears> form an <throat> LLC. Didn't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the lessons that I've learned is you don't need to project too far forward to keep moving forward. Just do what you need to do today. Um, so we've had a lot of growth. We've, we've um, had a lot of employees over the years. Who was your Different-
0: first strategic hire when you started your business and growing? How'd you make that decision of who you should hire and what was there? You know, because because people from time to time say you got to have a marketing person, you got to have a branding person. It's all about sales, sales, sales. But then there's no operational person. There's there's no plan. There's no strategic vision. I mean, uh,
2: Uh, let me let me tell you about. And this was kind of dumb luck. So this this was a this was one of my most influential early hires. We had a. former school teacher who was kind of burned out on, on teaching, who we hired as a customer service rep. Mm-hmm. And this chick asked me the most amazing question. She said, what can I do that would be most helpful to you? And I said, make me more money. <laughs> so this girl. I like you. <laughs> this girl asked for access to the back end of our website, and she determined, and this was in 2009, 2009 or 10, she determined that our website was not optimized, search engine optimization. Anybody with a website knows what that is. We were not optimized. So we'd been operating for eight years at that point where most of our traffic was because people knew they were going to LawrenceHope.com, but we weren't optimized so that if you searched medical ID jewelry, you would be fed the results of Lawrence Hope. So this girl taught herself, she bought a book. Taught herself marketing, taught herself about search engine optimization, and said, "I think that if we optimize this website, you will grow." And so I said, "Well, okay. So do that." So she started working with my developer. They optimized the website. Uh, What the book was "Marketing for Dummies," or like she figured it out. She figured it out. She identified the problem. She figured it out. The following year, we grew thirty percent.
0: Just because of the search office. Because
2: of that that Search engine. Wow. Because of the SEO. Now, let me tell you, that girl was my daughter. Oh, wow. That was my daughter. Yep. She'd gotten a degree in elementary education, had taught for a few years, um, didn't love it. And while she was looking for another position, she came to work for us as a customer service rep. She's now my director of e-commerce. Self taught. It's amazing. We didn't
0: we we we, we 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 didn't know that this was a family business. It is.
2: <laughs> it is. I have two daughters and they both work in the business.
0: Wow. Um Mark, throughout the years, uh how have you kind of been able to see the the needs of the business and helped kind of alleviate those with the bank? We've got about well, a minute left.
1: Initially she came with a loan request to, to so she could buy out her partner mm-hmm. and uh we worked through that and came up with a structure that I think worked for the bank and worked for her. Um, she paid it off ahead of schedule. I wish she'd borrow more money, but she won't, but she doesn't need to anymore. Uh, so sh- uh, we've worked with her mostly now on some treasury management, and she does a lot of international wires, um, and we – Assisted her with those. So it's a, it's a very good relationship for the bank. And I hope uh, Leanne feels the same way on, on her side. Absolutely.
0: Leanne Carlson, uh, the owner and CEO of Lawrence Hope. The website is com. is our guest today. We are going to get all into. The nuts, the bolts, the growth, the challenges, the uh, exciting things that they did with celebrities, how they got press, how this company has grown, and how they've become an international and national uh, leader in medical ID jewelry and making it fashionable, essentially. The website, again, is Lawrence Hope. We're going to get into all those things. After the break, I want to thank BOK Financial for their uh, sponsorship of The Grill Nation Show and Mark Fitzpatrick from BOK Financial for joining us as well today. Leanne Carlson is our guest.
2: I I'm feeling glad I got sunshine in a bag. I'm useless, but not for long. Baby, we're crazy,
0: probably. Hello, welcome back to the Grill Nation show. You're listening to 980 AM. I appreciate you coming back. Uh, very excited about our guest. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Uh, appreciate also if you're listening via podcast on iTunes or at grillnationshow.com. Again, I want to thank our title sponsors of the show, BOK Financial um for being with us today at mark fitzpatrick and i in our first segment uh we previewed our guests today and we caught up but uh, we want to introduce our guest uh to the show right now we are joined by leanne carlson who's the owner and ceo of Lawrence hope medical id bracelets and medical id jewelry i just spelled it all out there for you leanne <laughs> happens
2: all the time um, no problem
0: you are an entrepreneur here in kansas city uh, your website is laurencehope.com. dot com. That's right. Um, I've learned a lot about you uh, this morning. Um, you have a pretty cool business and a pretty cool background. Thank for you. Sure, I man. love my
2: business. I'm so fortunate that I'm one of those people that truly loves what I do. And so let's have-
0: talk. Let's talk about your background. Are you a Kansas Cityan, or did you move here, or how that? I'll transpire for you.
2: Sure. I moved here with my parents when I was a teenager. So, you know, about a billion years is how long (laughs) I've been here. Um, And I love Kansas City. And, um, yep, so I grew up in the Northland and lived up there. So did I. Oh, yeah. So did
0: I. Yeah, I grew up in uh, uh, kind of by Park Hill High School. Okay. And uh, went to St. Pius, though. And, uh, um, yeah, so lived in Parkville for about 10 years.
2: Parkville a- after,
0: after college and law school, I went back to Parkville. So. Okay. That it's a area, great place. We get a lot place. of
2: shade in the Northland, you know, for people who live in the Northland. We're kind of looked down upon.
0: Like, you know, we, we kind of are. I don't know why. I don't either. We're good people.
2: We're good people. <laughs> we don't have a lot of good, great places to eat, but we're good people.
0: We're, we're fixing that. We're <laughs> fixing that. So you uh, you were a Northlander, and and uh, what were you doing? Were you always an entrepreneur, or were you... Probably. Doing other things?
2: Um, I think I've always had that spirit. Uh when I was a little girl, I would make the the uh, state fair would come to Columbus, Ohio, which is where we lived at the time. I think I was about ten years old. And I would bake cakes and then cut it into slices and sell the slices to my neighbors in order to make money to go to the state fair and ride the rides and buy the funnel cakes and all of that stuff. Yeah. So I've always um I think had that spirit and I'm just practically um Unable to work for anyone else at this point, I'm just so what? Are, what's what's the word I'm looking for? I'm unemployable, so I had to, <laughs> yeah, so I so I had to create a, a um an opportunity for myself. But I've just always been driven, um, yeah, to work for myself and kind of control my own destiny. And and I've been super fortunate that that that's come to pass.
0: And that uh, that's a struggle at times, you know, really, because you you feel like sometimes you should maybe change paths and have some stability when you're growing your company. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
2: There, you know, it's, it's when you're selling, you're on top of the world. And when things slow down or you, um, you know, you run into challenges, you feel like a bum. And that's just kind of the nature of the game.
0: Mark Fitzpatrick is also with us um, from BOK uh, Financial. Mark, Uh, welcome back to the show. How how did you two meet? We're going to get into kind of the history, but how long ago did you guys meet?
1: I think it was like six, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd like to say I got, the account because of my great business development skills, <laughs> but in this case, this one sort of fell into my lap. Leanne had a real need at the time, and uh, her attorney was a client of the bank and uh, referred her over to us, and I just happened to be the one it was assigned to, and uh, we, we hit it off immediately. I loved the concept of her business, um, and we were able to out a way to help her out at the time and it's been a great relationship ever since Mm -hmm. and uh leanne
0: so okay so this company was founded in 2001 correct so it's about what 19 years almost
2: yep yep we just had our um 19th anniversary okay we celebrate that every year in august and we've come a long way in 19 years
0: so talk to me about the concept of of lauren's hope and uh and what you guys created and, and did and why you did it
2: awesome so Um, Prior to having Lawrence Hope, I had a craft business with a friend. And we pers- we specialized in personalized kids' gifts. And she had a family move into her neighborhood in Parkville, uh-huh. and there was a teenage daughter, and her name is Lauren, and that's ultimately who we named the business after. But Lauren was, at the time, 13 years old, new to Kansas City, and also newly diagnosed with diabetes. So she had a lot going on. She didn't know really how to control that disease state yet, and she was kind of embarrassed to tell her new friends about what was going on with her because teenage girls Want to fit in, they don't want to stand out, so she was kind of at an awkward stage. One of the things uh, that my former partner and I did was we sold mother's bracelets at the time, which are hand beaded jewelry, so we knew how to make jewelry and we made Lauren um, some bracelets that were interchangeable so we actually went to the drugstore to Walgreens Mm -hmm. bought a ugly stainless steel chain that had a tag that was pre-engraved with the word diabetes cut the chain off and then made her some bracelets with clasps at each end that could attach to the holes in the tag and we made Lauren about eight different bracelets and one tag and thought we were doing a favor for this teenage girl because she now had a medical ID bracelet that she could wear and feel good about because when you're wearing it, the pretty part shows on the top of your wrist and the tag kind of naturally falls to the bottom. And it's, this gave her mother a great amount of comfort because now her daughter, who was starting to go to the movies or have sleepovers with friends, had information that could help a first responder if, she, if her blood sugar dropped or if she had an emergency. Well, Lauren wore her bracelets to a diabetes education meeting, and there were eight people in that meeting, and all eight of them asked her for our contact info hmm. because no one was selling something like this. So she came back and told us what... I just she,
0: said that meeting.
2: At that meeting. All eight out people. of eight. Wow. So... We thought there's no way we had an original idea. That just, like, get, give me a break. But we jumped online. This is
0: 2001.
2: 2001. Okay. The internet was very young at that point. Right. We jumped online, and the options were the ugly stainless steel from the drugstore, or you could go to a major uh, jewelry store, and they would be three or $400. They'd be made out of real gold, but they weren't particularly attractive. So there was a huge niche there that we could fill. Mm.
0: And so what? Did. So, so you get that feedback, and uh, you go back to your, you're selling custom stuff and kid, kids gifts, and, uh-huh. and, and and when did you decide like, we got to do this? Well, it took was about it, five minutes. Okay.
2: After knowing that eight out of eight uh, of those people were interested in our product, and no one was making that product. To decide we were going to forget the kids' stuff, and we threw up a really quick website. and Which put, was hard
0: to do in 2001.
2: It was. And you know how we met our developer who we actually still work with? Um, we had a laptop that needed to be fixed, and we called Geek Squad. And back then they'd come to your house and mm-hmm. work on your computer. Mm-hmm. And that guy gave us the name of a developer. And we still work with that guy. 18 years. I mean, he's been instrumental in helping us grow our business. But um, we've just been so lucky. This company has been so lucky um, along our 18 years. But so you
0: had a business partner.
2: I did. I had a business partner. Um, I bought her interests out in 2012, and so have okay. been um, just.
0: So that was that was over 10 years. You guys were working on this company together.
2: It was, and actually, we started that craft business together in '94. So we worked together from '94 until 2012. Wow. So a long time yep and so
0: so when you 're creating this at the beginning, how many uh offerings did you have at the beginning?
2: Oh my gosh, well, when we started the when we went to the medical i d s uh, we probably had about six styles, and we were pretty naive because our first customer was a teenage girl with diabetes. Mm-hmm. We thought, well, all of our customers will be teenage girls, we will make jewelry for teenage girls with diabetes, and we wanted to get some press and um we printed postcards and i visit i I went to the um National Conference of American Association of Diabetes Educators. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are pharmaceutical companies there and device companies there. And then there's Leanne with her rickety little table with, you know, my six bracelets and a bunch of brochures to pass out. And the educators were just slapping their foreheads thinking this is such a simple solution to a problem that we have, which is people with chronic medical conditions did not want to wear this jewelry that... previously existed because it was ugly and it caused called attention to their conditions and nobody wants that so the fact that there was an option that was attractive and it was fashion based but it still had room for the custom engraving um was new and exciting and so we had tremendous um tremendous buy-in from the educators
0: how did you decide i mean how did you do all the manufacturing and how how did that happen i mean i'd imagine if um, this is underserved market. That's something that's hard to figure out at first.
2: It was, and we we actually went that the company that made that unattractive bracelet. We got the name of that company and contacted them, and we were able to at buy the, the tags at the very beginning. Okay. Yeah, so we in the in the very beginning we went to all of the drugstores and bought all the ugly. Th- jewelry cut the chains off and we're attaching our bracelets to them but that that was not scalable there wasn't enough inventory so we went to a company that sounds
0: familiar to what <laughs> entrepreneurs do they they you figure stuff out they go to fedex and take the packages and put them inside out so they don't have to buy a packaging
2: there you go it's not
0: something i've done but i've heard that other people <laughs> have done that that's so you went to drugstores and bought all the medical IDs and and cut them apart and we started the company.
2: We did, and then we went to the company that provided those ugly medical IDs to the drugstores, and we bought the tags directly from them. They did our engraving. This is so crazy. So we would we would take orders, and then we would send our order to that tag company because in the beginning we did not have an engraving machine. It was ten thousand dollars, and that felt like holy. And smokes. did you
0: bootstrap this company?
2: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm absolutely um yep and so it was and that in just talking about bootstrapping that was great like it probably because we were spending our own money kept us from making some big expensive mistakes mm-hmm. may have also caused us to uh, not grow, as grow nice. gr- yeah grow a little more slowly
0: mm-hmm. we'll get into kind of how the bank helped you in the next segment i wanted to kind of uh set the table for what your company is and, and i want to talk more about kind of um you know, kind of how you fulfilled all of these orders, and 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 how big is this market? And and I mean, touch on that real briefly. Like when you started in your research, obviously you're, you're a smart person. How big is the medical ID market?
2: The medical ID market is huge. If you look at just, still to this day, oh my god! And okay. as as obesity diseases are on the rise, so are these medical conditions that are a result.
0: Just wonder that because of technology and how that affects your product. Uh, We can get into that in the next segment. Let's do it. (laughs) I mean, because that is something that I think uh, you've seen a lot of things with technology and and women's fashion and with all kinds of things on people's arms and Mm -hmm. and, and, and having the the, the watches and the the bracelets and and making things look better that actual women with style want to wear. So uh, we'll talk more about that. Uh, We're with Leanne Carlson and Mark Fitzpatrick today on The Grill Nation Show. Leanne is the owner and CEO of of Lauren's Hope. Uh, You're listening to Grill Nation. We'll be right back
2: in the state of Mississippi Papa was a copper and mama was a hippie. in Alabama
0: she was... welcome back to the Grill nation Show on 980 a.m. I'm Jason Grill also if I appreciate you listening on podcasts via iTunes or if you're joining us on our website grillnationshow.com. You connect with me on Twitter at Jason Grill and on social media. Just search for my name I'm on all their social media, including Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we're joined again today by Mark, Mark Fitzpatrick from BOK Financial, great guy here in Kansas City and Leanne Carlson, who is the owner and CEO of Lawrence Hope. Uh, the website is lawrencehope.com. I'm actually on your website right now. Uh, Leanne, and I, I just realized that you guys not only sell uh, medical ID jewelry for women. We'll get into kind of the growth of the company, but you're also, uh, making, uh, jewelry and selling jewelry, uh, for men, girls, and boys. Yes. Absolutely. And, and you got a lot of holiday things already up.
2: We do, man. We are fashion. So we are hard in the holiday paint.
0: Talk to me about growing. Um, you had the idea, you got it fulfilled. Um, what did the growth look like of the company? Because, you know, fulfillment is tough. Mm-hmm. Coming up with new styles is tough. Yep. Talk to me about that. I know you were a lean, mean, fighting machine, so
2: yep. how would you guys do that? In the early days, um, we we really got phenomenally lucky because we got press very early. Um, as when I you talk
0: about press, you're talking about not just local, you're talking about national. If you go to the website, you've been on uh, numerous websites, People Magazine, Oprah, QVC, Shape, Wall Street Journal. I mean, these are... As seen in, uh, big shots here.
1: And you connected with Halle Berry, if I That's remember, right. and that was a big part. So. How did you do that?
2: Oh, it's, it is a Cinderella story. I'm telling you, it's a miracle. So we, as I mentioned, we went to the, I went to the Diabetes Education Conference, and I passed out brochures to the educators. And those kind of slowly made their way into the hands of, di- of people with diabetes. But um, we wanted to grow more quickly. So we went to Barnes & Noble. And we looked in the in the front of all the women's magazines where we thought the product should be, and found the right editor and the address. And we wrote press releases and mailed them to New York to the offices of these magazines. Kind of, you know, thinking <laughs> we're not going to hear from anybody. But for, but we surprisingly we did. We heard from Women's Day magazine and Family Circle. And this was in 2001. <clears throat> and print at that point was far more influential than it is now. Mm-hmm. That was that was a major. And so we're, a major, pres- so we're
0: press were press releases back then. That's yes. the way it that works in media. Yeah. <laughs> People actually opened them and read them. It's, now you now uh, now reporters get maybe hundreds a day.
2: I know it's crazy. It's and everything. So you guys digital. did
0: the old-fashioned way and so they responded to you and said what?
2: They responded and they said we'd love to feature your product and so they re- they wrote each wrote editorial articles about this new product that was in the marketplace because again this was new, it was and of course, everybody's looking for content, something new to talk about. Mm-hmm. so we were in both of those magazines in the same month, which is why we had to throw up that really fast website, which was like I mean, I'm mortified <laughs> when I go back and look at what it looked like in the day, but it worked um,
0: and were you able to I mean, how' did you create all the jewelry and fulfill the orders at that point?
2: sitting in the basement, we made the jewelry. Mm-hmm. We made the jewelry, and uh, when we had no idea what to expect as far as sales went from those from those two articles in the magazine. And
0: e-commerce was so uh, premature back then. It was so Primitive. young.
2: Yes, the internet was so young, mm-hmm. um, and the phone number that was listed in these magazines was my cell phone number because mm-hmm. we didn't have an office <clears throat> number. We didn't have an office. It,
0: surprised, surprised you had a cell phone in two thousand one. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was
2: it was the size of a shoebox. I think but I had, I had one. one. It was
0: very very early on in that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you just, you just, what was the demand like?
2: It was insane. It was crazy. We went from, you know, getting maybe one or two orders a day through the website because of these brochures that were out to getting, um, to the point where my cell phone would ring. I would take an order from a customer on the phone. And meanwhile, my inbox was filling up to the point where I couldn't even accept more messages. So I, then I tried, I would have to pull those messages off and what take time the of the call. year was this when you launched? It was in August. Okay. And it was so exciting. My God. I mean, it was so exciting to go from this little trickle trickle to like someone had just turned the faucet on and what junior
0: you your, your co-founder or partner say at that point
2: oh it was like we thought we were queens of the we were titans of industry <laughs> we were queens of Kansas City it was we were so rich you know 25 orders in a day it was like crazy and it was more than that i, I have to go back but that early press was great and we were like oh man we we were drunk with power that was yeah, good we yeah, wanted yeah, more yeah. <laughs> so we um one of the magazines i loved was in style magazine which is a celebrity driven fashion magazine so we sent the press release to InStyle, and heard from the editor, and he said, "I love your product. I love to feature it." Who is your celebrity? Well, I mean, I'm up here in Gladstone, Missouri. I don't really, <laughs> not, I don't have a lot of them on my Rolodex. Right. So at that time, this was again 2001. Halle Berry was newly diagnosed with diabetes, and she was talking about it. The beautiful, award-winning, right, model Big actress, shot. queen Halle Berry,
0: Oscar award-winning,
2: exactly. Yeah. So. Um she had a fan website called Hollywood at the time so we emailed emailed her. Never in a million years did we think we would hear back from Halle Berry. <laughs> That's not going to happen. But we wrote the email and we explained, you know, we want to be an in-style. And also we we um, donated a portion of proceeds to the JDRF. And so, you know, it's a win-win for everybody. The more we sell, the more we give. And it would be a great... So risk. she was all in. She was all in. So we heard back from Man, the manager. the world
0: has changed, hasn't it? <laughs> oh my God. It, it, it would
2: never happen today. It right. Would never you'd
0: have today. to have like an agent and then you'd have to have a their handler then you have to have i mean yeah
2: we recently worked with a pr group and we wanted to go back and reopen that door with hallie and the pr group basically said oh well we would never like we would we wouldn't even contact her again and i'm like well <laughs> isn't yeah. that what you do though
0: this is the few, this is back in the day when oh, i used to do it right you it used was to, a dream so you so you so you guys had a real business then we had a real business yeah
2: so hallie berry said she'd wear our bracelets she um you know the paparazzi shot she was in us Magazine and all those types of magazines mm-hmm. where they and you, show...
0: And you can typ- typically see that on someone's arm. Mm-hmm. And now, it's not like a t-shirt where, you know, if you're in Us, Us Magazine or Us Weekly, you could see, like, boom. Or on a, t- on a right. talk show, right? If right. If you had Hallie Berry on The Tonight Show. So, she's really got to be, like promoting that with her arm right Man, she's, <laughs> she's pushing the grocery cart. she's on her
2: phone and um she actually was one of the celebrities that was on the telethon after the um, world trade centers were attacked mm-hmm. remember um, that raising money for survive for the families yeah and there's a beautiful picture of her holding the phone with the bracelet just you know expertly displayed and so she was so instrumental to us so as as a result of Hallie wearing the bracelets and allowing us to use her name and her picture, we were in, in Style Magazine. Mm-hmm. Hallie made an appearance on the Rosie O'Donnell show. And while she was making that appearance, she wore our bracelet and she talked to Rosie about it for like a minute and a half. The the, the amount that that would cost if we were paying her yeah. to do that. Is, Amazing. It's insane. So,
0: so, so how did you fund all this? Did you continue to grow? I mean, that's when the bank popped in or no?
1: Oh, We weren't until later when you were uh, – much buy, later. Yeah, we, you needed to buy out the partner uh-huh. or, Yeah. Yep. And uh no, we weren't even involved at this point. This is This is early, early on. Days. Yeah. I'm trying, very early by the time days. she I met Leanne, the, this business was a real deal. This wasn't a startup with projections based on blue sky. Mm-hmm. She had a going Jesse. by that point. Oh wow. Okay, so take let's fast forward
0: to that. You know, all the growth, sure. all the different all the different uh IDs you had made and created all the jewelry. Right. You Learned know, a lot you of lessons. Your, you had your partner. Yeah. Give us some of those lessons.
2: Oh, sure. Well, when the market tells you to pivot, you pivot. You know, like when we I, – and I and I would relate that to having done the craft business and it was a nice little business. But then this opportunity arose. Mm-hmm. And lots of people will have a good idea and not act on it because it seems so daunting. And if you think too far into the future, the idea of creating your own business is daunting.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: if you just take the baby – just do what you need to do today mm-hmm. to – uh to achieve what you're trying to achieve today, learn what you need to learn. You will get there. You will grow. And
0: you talk about pivoting. Tell me how the market has changed with technology.
2: The market well okay And how that
0: affected your business.
2: Well number one, we sell online a hundred percent. So the marketing tools that are available online has helped us grow exponentially. Also my staff, I've got such an amazing team that's responsible for growth. So you know the internet and um all of the marketing at facebook, advertising, instagram, email. What about competitors over the years? Oh, I don't think we have any.
0: That is unreal. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just
2: kidding. I don't consider. I was like, okay, I thought you were kidding, but let's <laughs> Um, we have a lot of competitors follow us very closely. It's a little bit annoying and yet, you know, I guess kind of Well, I mean, when you too. had a good
0: idea and you, you implemented it and you yeah. get celebrities doing it, obviously you're going to these see. trade shows and all these these hearings and then you're going to have people that are going to do the same thing. They're going to
2: knock you off. And, yeah. and honestly, like, do I wish I had all those orders? Yes, of course. On the other hand, it's the more medical IDs are out in the market, like this is helping people and it's raising mm-hmm. awareness of this product line because – a lot of people, when you think of our product, a medical ID bracelet, you think of someone who's really sick or you know just really ill, but that's not the case. Uh, medical IDs speak for you in the event that you can't. If you have something as simple as a morphine allergy, you wouldn't want that to be administered if you were in a car accident. Or if you've had breast cancer and you've had lymph nodes removed, you wouldn't want uh, someone to take your blood pressure or insert a needle in the affected arm to something like a pacemaker. So what we believe that everybody knows someone who needs a medical ID. You don't have to have a very dire um, diagnosis or prognosis to warrant one.
0: Yeah, and if you go to the website, Lauren Hope. I mean, you got a lot of great stuff on your website. I mean, there's so many different styles. You also have tech IDs. We do. Um, and and, and get talk to me about your price points. Um, sure. have those changed over the years?
2: Um, they Fair. they've changed. We we have committed ourselves to staying affordable. Our you know our jewelry starts at twenty twenty five dollars mm-hmm. and goes up to one hundred and twenty five
0: You got all kinds of different styles rose gold silver i mean the website is very well done so whoever the guy is or whoever that person is that you started with in 2001 they've done a really good job if they've continued on with you Thank for all you. these years
2: and that's and i have a wonderful creative team website manager e-commerce director marketing manager um who devote their devote them, themselves and their time to taking care of that website.
0: The website is com. We're with Leanne Carlson, who's the owner and CEO of Lawrence Hope, um, an entrepreneur here in the Kansas City area uh, who's been doing this now for about 19 years, 18 and 19 years. Um, very successful. We talked about Halle Berry being a supporter at the beginning and all the great press you've gotten over the years from the people at, at Style, from – you know, being mm-hmm. pictured in us weekly to Oprah, to all of these great things are all on your website as seen on. Um, we're going to come back after the break for one final segment. I want to talk more about some of your entrepreneurial advice and, and where you kind of want to take things here in the near future. Uh, as you look forward with the company, you're listening to grill nation.
1: Alabama. All it'll take is just Welcome back
0: to the Grill Nation Show. Hope you're enjoying it today on 980 AM. And if you're listening on the uh, iTunes, on podcasts, we greatly appreciate you. Connect with uh, all of my guests and supporters and sponsors at the website grillnationshow.com where I'll list and show all of our old podcasts as well as a photo of our guests. And we're joined again today by Mark Fitzpatrick from BOK Financial and Leanne Carlson from the founder and owner and CEO of Lawrence Hope. The website is lawrencehope.com dot com. Um, really cool company that has done just changed the whole world with medical jewelry. That's right. Fashionable medical jewelry. Um, we started the company basically in your garage or at your house in the basement. In the basement, and now you're in. Still in Kansas City with how, how many employees? Where's your, your facility at? And-
2: we, are, we just moved into a new um, office in North Kansas City last mm-hmm. year. We've got about 10,000 square feet. We've got about 20-plus uh, employees. Really? hmm Yep.
0: Look at that. That's the entrepreneurial story. Okay, now tell me about, um, you've talked about the moments that you continue to grow and getting the celebrity in- endorsers and getting the press. Um, when did you, was there ever a worry point? Where you know your sales were skyrocketing, and you thought maybe I should sell this business, or you thought uh, this is going to end—the medical jewelry uh, trend is going to end.
2: I never worried that the trend would end because okay. honestly, the because you could
0: keep innovating the styles. Is that we right? Can,
2: yeah, you, we can always innovate styles, and a lot of a lot of what we do is. Um, the sales of interchangeable jewelry, which is particularly important to women because they can buy one medical ID tag that they engrave with their info, but they can have an infinite number of bracelets that they attach to that tag, which is great because if you need to wear a medical ID, you likely need to wear it 24-7. So it's unlikely that you're going to wear one to go swimming and wear the same one when you go to the office or go to a wedding or, you know, a, a nice event. So it's not unusual to have more than one piece, and we give people the opportunity to have a style for whatever their lifestyle is. Mm. So, and um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, if, if you just look at one disease state, like diabetes, in America, there are 26 million Americans that are diagnosed with diabetes. There are probably another 10 million or so walking around that haven't been diagnosed yet, that haven't. So that's a large market, but that's just one disease state. And um, medical IDs benefit, like I said, people, if you're, if, and you're, it's insurance against a moment you hope never happens, which is an event where you can't communicate for yourself. But most of us have kind of unique pieces of information that we need to share if that were to happen, whether it's just an emergency contact, if you would want your wife or your doctor or your a family member, or a friend to be contacted. If you're I, I, I needed
0: emergency. one of those in my marathon, like in New York city, a few weeks ago. I was so worried. I forgot, you know, you write on your bib like your name and I was like, do I need to bring my license with me or how do I, because exactly. you're just like, what if something happens, right? Exactly, uh, exactly. But you need that information, and these people need it especially. So that's why that's right. it's so important.
2: That's right, it is. So sometimes you're telling uh, a doctor what not to do. For instance, don't give me di- don't give me morphine. Or you're telling someone what, what to do. Uh, if you have a pacemaker, you would need special care with an MRI if that was ever necessary.
0: <clears throat> so you've really, I mean, I'm looking at your website, laurenshope.com. I mean, you got the styles for men, women, kids. Uh, boys and girls and already have a 2020 collection. I mean, this is like real like fashion. I mean, you, you got we, 2020 collections already. We're legit. <clears throat> we, I know you are. We, I just we are coming just this, this is going to be on the runways of New York City Fashion Week at some point. She, the thing that's
1: great is, I, over the years we've worked together. I just she stays up on styles, and it, she didn't just have one product that you know somewhat fashionable 10, 15 years ago. This is this she's is a, always this adapted has been more than one flash. Right, game. the new model year has come out <clears throat> for twenty twenty. Okay, right.
0: Leanne. You, I mean, you've you've obviously had people approach you about your business throughout the years, right? About how wanting to invest in it or uh, partner or whatnot, right? That's right. Okay. So what has that been like for you and, and why did you decide to continue on growing your own business?
2: Well, I'm still so engaged in what I do and I have had people, you know, approach me um, and express interest, but I'm just too invested in what I do. Like I guess in, in a lot of ways, I'm a one trick pony. I admire repeat serial entrepreneurs, people who can divide their interests and their focus focused on different companies. Mm-hmm. That's not me. Um, I kind of live breathe uh this brand and i'm just so i'm i'm so proud of our product our product really helps people Um, but
0: there but there never was a moment where you thought about it it kept you up at night
2: with thinking about
0: selling or or partnering with someone or getting another investor or
2: i would not i would not do that like i mentioned i had a business partner um, for the first 12 years of this business Mm -hmm. and then um i i bought her interest out at the end of 2012 so then
0: you're all in after that, you're all in. Yeah, and and you, I wouldn't have committed. a partner
2: again. Like having a partner is great, um, and there are so many good ben- there are so many benefits to that. But
0: but having too many is not great. It's
2: not, <laughs> it's not great. Or if you get to a point where you have different levels of um, expertise or energy for the brand, yeah. and different ideas for where you want the brand to go, I love being a soul. I love being a sole operator. And
0: so you mentioned you have twenty employees mm-hmm. and uh, 10,000 square foot. Yep. office space wow mm-hmm. um so what does the future look like i feels like this is the s- probably the same as you were 20 years ago as far as your energy and enthusiasm for your brand
2: oh man i we are growth minded we just want to grow because like Everybody knows someone who needs a medical i d bracelet. If you think about it, you know someone with a pacemaker, someone who has a food or a drug allergy. You know a child who 's allergic to peanuts like these people need to be wearing a medical i d and we are driven to um, just elevate the awareness that there 's a line of jewelry out there that looks good, feels good, is affordable, that um, performs this purpose for you and and, yeah, we just – we want more of these customers.
0: LawrenceHope.com, a Lawrence Hope Medical ID Jewelry with Leanne Carlson. Um, the website's awesome. Check it out. Uh, you've done e-commerce the whole time. Yes. You did not do any wholesale. You did not do any trade shows. You did not do – you didn't go around the United States with a booth uh, –
2: no, false. I did all of that. Oh, you did. Okay. Did.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just decided that e-commerce was the way to go.
2: I did Yeah, we decided Because you that... have to get
0: your brand out there, right? That's why we talked about off-air with, with wholesale. Exactly. I mean, it's not a revenue generator, but it's getting your name and ID out there. It's getting your brand out there. Going to those trade shows, people see you and then you, you meet someone there. and It mm-hmm. just helps you grow, right?
2: That ball rolls. So we started um with the online business selling direct to consumer, and we got way not- before
0: it was cool, by the way, in kosher.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Maybe we made it cool. Yeah, I don't maybe know. Maybe you did. Yeah, I'm not saying that. But um,
0: it was way harder to make a website back then. It was.
2: <laughs> it was. But we, in the early days, like you mentioned, we had so many people knocking us off that um, I said, well, I, I basically decided I want to knock myself off. And so we created another brand called Fashion Alert, and that was acting as our wholesale branch. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I went to all of those. I would go to like the Dallas market, the Atlanta market, set up a booth there and sell to basically Walmart stores or mom and pop pharmacies, um, gift boutiques, salons, and so they would bring in our line of fashion fashionable um, medical ID jewelry, and we sold it. At one point, we were in about twenty eight hundred stores, but um, ultimately, ultimately, that because our jewelry was still very labor intensive to make, even for that wholesale line it just was it just required too much time and attention um from me and again i was not able to divide my energies into both of these businesses so i made a i made the decision to close the wholesale line in 2015 and it was the best thing i ever did Mm -hmm. you remain
0: laser focused and that's one of the things i always hear is you got to you don't have to do everything, even if the doubters say you do.
2: Exactly, and and so many people said, "Don't you want to be in Walmart? Yeah, don't you want yeah. to be in CVS?" And I had a meeting with CVS, um, and it would have been terrible. Yeah. It, it it was too big. Like I knew where I I knew where my place was in the market, and I just I. I did not want to be crushed by one of those big guys.
0: Leanne Carlson, owner and CEO of Lawrence Hope. Uh, their website is LawrenceHope.com. Uh Medical ID bracelets and medical ID jewelry. Uh, Mark Fitzpatrick, BOK okay Financial. Thank you both for coming on the Grill Nation show and congrats on your success.
2: Thank you so much, Jason.
0: You've been listening to the Grill Nation show. We'll see you again next week. Take care and have a great day.
2: Wood